What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds. And one of the last episodes that I did was over Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, WWDC 2019. And it was absolutely huge. Apple released so many updates to so many cool things. Let us know they care about the Mac. Let us know that iPad OS is its own thing and that it needs special support. And we also got introduced to sign in with Apple, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. I love the fact that a company like Apple, who really isn't about data, they're more about the hardware and the services that they provide, is going along this route to give us a more privacy and security focused way to sign into things. However, there are others online that are kind of for lack of better terms, poo-pooing on, say, sign-in with Google and things of that nature. Now, while I believe that Facebook is the most egregious offender, I want to take a look at sign-in with Google because, honestly, it's not that bad. And I'm sick of this storyline, and I'm tired of it being painted in such a bad light. So let's talk about it. All right, all right, all right. People out there in the audience, friends who think that Apple can do no wrong and that as soon as Apple does something it is always the best, please dry your tears or just plug your ears for a bit because the thing that makes our economy and all of the technological feats that have been done so far the thing that makes all these things great is that when other people do them they have their own take on them the choice is yours to make so these choices give us different ways to do things there are so many sites out there with sign in with twitter sign in with facebook sign in with google and now we're going to have sign in with apple and i honestly think that it's going to be absolutely fantastic however Let's talk about sign-in with Google. If you have a Google account, I've expressed this many times, please go to myaccount.google.com. It is a one-stop shop to figure out how much space you're utilizing, all of your privacy settings, all the things that you don't want to appear in search, all of your privacy control. So if you don't want location tracked, if you don't want YouTube history on, if you don't want search history on, you have that control now the part about it that makes it a little arduous is that all of these things are owned by default because at the end of the day google is a data and analytics company and without data they can't operate however if you choose to go in and turn those things off which many things i have turned off or i have limited but i keep a certain amounts of things on simply because i use google assistant and google home even though i do not have an android device now backing up to the story at hand here about sign in with apple versus sign in with google is that apple really gives you a lot of control in terms of saying hey i don't even want this person to have my email address so spin up a false email address for me that will forward these emails to the account that's tied to my apple id now with google they offer some protections as well so let's talk about cross account protection so you'll be notified if suspicious events with the apps and services that you're connected to if anything like that happens so 
this isn't available on every option. However, first and foremost, the thing about this is that Google gives you a nice dashboard that shows absolutely everything that you're signed that's using sign in with Google and then it lets you know what it has access to. So something like IFTTT, if this then that, you're going to give it full access because it might need to read your email. It might need to put something into your Google Drive. But that's because you're entrusting that IFTTT is going to utilize that connection properly. Now, most of the time, and this is something you can go through and do yourself and look at yourself because I've done it and that's why I can tell you this. If you go and just click on an account that you use Google to sign in with, most of the time, it's just going to be basic information. So it's going to be your name, your email address, and essentially anything that you have made public on your, used to be on your Google Plus profile, but anything that's public on your Google account. And like I said, others will have elevated permissions because they're doing more stringent, more system level, more administrative type things. And you know what, guys? As long as you understand that, it is okay. Don't automatically buy into the argument that just because there is a sign in with Apple that is automatically going to be the best because look at it like this. If you sign in with Google on something, then you can normally give a, a lot more services because, for example, you have Gmail, you have Google Drive, you have YouTube, you have all of these plethora and suites of apps in which you can do so many of those things. Now, Apple on the other hand, they have replicated this. They have iCloud Drive. They have a lot of different things in which you can operate in this space. But I guess my question that I want to know, and we will learn more as sign in with Apple becomes ubiquitous and becomes a thing in the new version of iOS, is that will Apple even give developers that much access? So while we're applauding them on the privacy front, front are they going to give developers enough access so that they really can get in and that these apps that we choose to connect can truly do a lot? So guys, don't just automatically shut down others. Now I will say, forget signing with Facebook. And you know, Twitter, meh. But Google does offer a decent amount of control and it actually does give a very excellent well laid out dashboard that shows you all of these things so guys sign in with google is not all bad apple is doing it right but let's see how they open it up into allowing it to interoperate between these other services until next time guys i'll holler at you